Gary Renard Podcast, Episode 14. Welcome to the Gary Renard Podcast, your direct connection to Gary Renard, best-selling author of The Disappearance of the Universe and Your Immortal Reality. I'm Gene Bogart, podcast producer and Gary's co-host. And you know, last time in our last episode, which was number 13, we were having such a wonderful time and we kind of ran out of time for that episode, but we did have a moment to uh, take a few questions and we didn't get to them last time. So we're going to get to them this time. And a bit later on, I'll come back and tell you a little more about what's coming up for our next episode. But right now, let's proceed with this one, episode 14. And uh, we're going to resume the, uh, the tail end of the conversation that we were having last time, where Gary was uh, getting into some really interesting discussion area about the fact that the universe isn't being done to us, it's being done by us. That we're actually doing this to ourselves, as the Course teaches us. So let's pick up where we left off, and let's tune in once again to the star of our show, Gary Renard. You know, you start to understand that the world is uh, not coming at you. It's actually coming from you. It's not coming at you. That's a good one, coming from you. And, and the Course, I've always liked, as you pretty much said, that it really holds God in so much higher esteem than any religion has, has ever done in, in my experience. That Because religions are always kind of trying to make excuses for God. Well, all the beauty, the wonderful things that happen, we can thank God for that. And then when there's you know a horrible uh, sinkhole opens up and 300 children fall to their death in the middle of the night, well, you know, we just can't understand that and and you know it's not you know so you, but you can't really have god be responsible for one thing in the world and not for the other uh, god wanted my team to win thank you jesus well then god must want the other team to lose i mean that would just have to be you can't have one and not the other but the course is is the position that god is so totally beyond all of this god has no investment in this world and doesn't even recognize it god's only investment is in you and the purity of what you perfectly are I think you're right, and uh, you know the good and the bad that we see in the world, the beauty and the ugliness is simply a function of duality, or polarities, or opposites, or whatever you want to call it, but it's all a duality that can only exist when you have some kind of a split from the whole, when you only have some kind of a division. And uh, that creates opposites, and then all we see in the world is opposites. But as the Course of Miracles says right in the introduction, you know, the opposite of love is fear, but what is all-encompassing, which is obviously God, you know, what is all-encompassing can have no opposite. So that's why the Course then says nothing real can be threatened. Well, that's our reality as perfect spirit, which is whole and complete and unflawed and undivided, the same as God. And nothing unreal exists. Well, that would be anything else. And uh, that would include the body and all other bodies and anything that is seen with the body's eyes. And uh, herein lies the peace of God. Well, we're asked to make a choice in every situation, every relationship, every event that we see on television, all the madness that we see out there. You know, what we're being asked to do is make a choice between how we want to look at it. Do we want to see things as the Holy Spirit sees them? And, of course, uh, the Course teaches that everywhere the Holy Spirit looks, he sees himself. Uh, So do we want to see the perfection in each one behind the illusion, behind the veil, or do we want to see the illusion? And whichever one we choose to regard that person as will determine our own experience and ultimately even determine our own identity as we will see it and believe it is. 
So uh, it's very important to understand those things and to understand what we're choosing between, because once we do, it can become uh, almost a habit, and it become becomes a uh, you know a place where you can't compromise, and you can get to the point where the course wants us to, which when it says, you know, be vigilant only for God and His kingdom. So uh, I think that uh, you know the more that you get into the habit of understanding and utilizing spiritual sight, which is to see innocence and perfection in each individual, and even beyond that, to see them as the whole, not part of it, but to see them as the whole thing, the whole perfect spirit, then that really is a fast track to experiencing yourself and seeing yourself like that, because, of course, as the Course teaches, as you see him, you will see yourself. So whatever our interpretation of the world is and of people, it's really our own interpretation of ourselves uh, that's going into our own unconscious mind and determining our own experience and our own identity. Well, Gary, I know we're going to do some questions for you, and actually two of them that we have here are on very, very similar topics. So um, I think the easiest way is let me read the first one to you first, and after you've kind of answered that, I'll go to the second one, which has a little different twist on it, but they're both in the same area of question. And this one comes to you from uh, your buddy Mike out in Ashland, Oregon. And uh, he says, actually, hello, Gene. I'm really enjoying your podcasts. Here is a good question for Gary, and it is a good one. So here you go. This is from Mike. Is the script of life in the physical as we know it really truly established so firmly that I cannot even move a muscle outside of the predetermined script? I'm not so sure that this is 100% of the time because even you yourself, Gary, changed your predestined script in your own life. Remember your story about how you avoided that terrible car accident and what would have been a long, debilitating injury by practicing forgiveness. You changed your script. He says, now I know we're dealing with subtle differences here, yet the issue seems important. The age-old question is... Is life something that just happens to me, or is life happening according to the things I'm thinking, saying, feeling, doing, and being? So he says, personally, I believe that life is responding to the things that I'm choosing, and I feel that I am at cause of all things that occur in my experience. And because I can only work from the level where I find myself, there's no other place in time in which, another place or time, in which I can make a change in my direction. So if the script is set, then it would seem that the choices I'm making moment to moment in my human experience are meaningless. But can this really be so? He says, what do you say, brother? In love, that's from Mike. So again, one of those script questions that a lot of people ask about. Okay, uh, can you repeat that? Yeah, sure, I'll start now. No. Uh, Actually, Mike, uh, I did not change the script, so let's get that straight, uh, right from the beginning. Yeah, in, in I want to say one thing, though, about um, uh, Ashland, Oregon. Oh, cool. Uh, I'm going to go there next year, Ah. and I hear all kinds of cool things about it, so I'm looking forward to coming there next year. Mm -hmm. uh, this year I went to uh, Asheville, North Carolina, which is kind of like the counterpart to Ashland, Oregon. Oh, no kidding. Because you have kind of like a big spiritual community uh, building up in uh, Asheville, North Carolina. And uh, so I, I had a great time there and great workshop, and I'm looking forward to doing the same thing next year uh, in Ashland. Now, in regard to your question, uh, actually I didn't change the script. What happened is this. Uh, when you practice forgiveness, and, and the Course, even very early in the text, goes into the subject of uh, time, and uh, then again, in workbook lesson number 169, it talks about time a lot. And uh, it also talks about the Holy Spirit collapsing time. And it also talks in the first 50 miracles principles about how the miracle works in all the dimensions of time, which tells you that uh, this isn't the only dimension of time that's going on right now. There are other dimensions of time. 
that are going on right now simultaneously. Mm-hmm. Now, what can happen when you practice a great deal of forgiveness? I'll give you two quick examples. Uh, there are children's books where, uh, you know, you read the first chapter, they ask you a question. If you a- answer the question right, then you get to skip to chapter 5. Uh, then you get to chapter 5, there's a question. If you, if you answer the question right, you get to skip to chapter 9. Uh-huh. Uh, then there's a chapter 9, you answer the question right, and chapter 9, you get to skip to the end. Uh, that's very much like how the Holy Spirit collapses time. It's not that you're changing the script, it's that you're skipping parts. Uh, there are lessons that you've learned that you no longer have to learn uh, anymore, which is why the Course says very clearly uh, that the miracle can substitute for learning that may have taken thousands of years. Right. And uh, it also says that the chief aim of the miracle worker is to save time. Now, what happened when I went to that movie and I uh, you know, chose a different movie uh, and changed scenarios? I did not change the script. And uh, as A Course in Miracles says, the script is written. I did not change it. What happened was I switched dimensions of time. Uh, I think the best way that I could explain that is let's say that you rent a DVD. You know, the whole thing has already been filmed. Right, you're not right. making it up as you go along. Uh, the, it may look like you're making it up as you go along. Your experience may be that you're making it up as you go along, but that's a false experience because time is actually not linear. It's actually holographic. And as Einstein said, you know, past, present, and future all occur simultaneously. Right. So you have a situation where it's all already happened, but your false experience is that you're making it up as you go along. Now, I'm not here to deny that that's your experience. Right. I'm just here to say that it's a false experience. And what happens is that when you change dimensions of time through the practice of forgiveness, it's very much like uh, watching a DVD. You know how sometimes they have alternate endings? Right. And sometimes they're very different. Yes, and what you can do is switch to an alternate ending, just like you can switch to an alternate ending on a DVD. When you change dimensions of time, it's like switching to a different scenario. Now, even that scenario is already written. You know, it's already determined, it's already been filmed. You know, that alternate ending on that DVD is already there. You're not making it up as you go along. Right. As A Course in Miracles describes our experience, uh, if you look at it the way that it really is, it says that we are reviewing mentally that which has already gone by. Right. So it's very much like watching a movie. It's very much like watching a DVD. It's already been filmed. Uh, and what you can do is switch to an alternate ending or an alternate scenario. And there, there might be there might be one ending where you die in a fiery crash, and the alternate ending is you you meet the girl and live happily ever after. So it can actually go in completely different directions, but both of those endings are already on the table, so to speak. It just which does this get into the area of the decision maker? Yes, and that that but that's why I want to emphasize, Gene, that uh, the script is written because yeah. uh, it, even that is already determined. Right, you're just choosing. Right. Uh, there is an end to, uh, the, you know, to miscreation, as the Course puts it. <laughs> uh, the Holy Spirit looked back from the end of time and decided when it would be the right time for everybody to awaken to revelation and eternity. Mm-hmm. So uh, it's like through forgiveness, you can actually alter your experience, change dimensions of time. All kinds of incredible things can be happening. Uh, the Course says that uh, you know, a miracle is never lost. It can have undreamed-of effects in situations of which you were not even aware and uh, I really believe that, and uh, I think the script is written, but at the same time, as Shakespeare said, you know, there are more things in heaven and earth than are dreamt of <laughs> in your philosophy, and I really think that's true also. And uh, at some point, we have to realize that the Holy Spirit knows best about these things, because the Holy Spirit can see everything, where we only see a little piece of it. So, right. Uh, that's why it's wise to practice forgiveness and go with the Holy Spirit whenever you can. Manny, he sees the big picture. 
That's right. Let me go to that second question because it's very related to this. This one comes from uh, from your buddy Sean Budge from Brisbane, Australia, lad. And uh, I know I sounded Scottish and I was doing from Australia there. Uh, he has two questions. I'll do the second one first. Sean says, Gary, when will you be coming back down to Australia again? We're all going crazy awaiting your next trip. Wow. You know, I love Australia. And uh, I have some friends there who want me to come back. Uh, I've, of course, I've been to Brisbane. I love the Gold Coast. love uh, Byron Bay. And uh, mm-hmm. also went down to Sydney, Melbourne. I went to Tasmania. Ah, any devils? Uh, yeah, I saw a Tasmanian devil. And, uh, so I, any any plans for a second trip or still kind of up there? We're working on it. Yeah. Uh, we got to find the time, you know, as possible next May. But, uh, you know, don't know for sure. But I definitely want to get back there. It's been too long. Cool. And maybe I'll go with you and we can do like live podcasts from Australia. Yeah, that'd be cool. I'd love it. All right, here's uh, Sean's question. He says, I'm a little confused, and this is very related to what we just talked about. It's another script res- question. Uh says, Gary, you mentioned that when you went on the trip to St. Louis in the uh, in your, your immortal reality, you talked about this, you could not change the outcome of the hill climb that you embarked upon. Even though you had the thought of wanting to change the script, you couldn't. However, in your books, Arten and Persa mentioned that you can change the script you appear to experience by making different choices. That's what we just talked about a moment ago. They even say some people choose to relieve the the same life more than once to see if they can affect a different outcome. For example, someone chooses murder, then they go to jail. If not, then they don't go to jail. Different decision, different outcome. If people can do this, why could you not also change your script on the hill climb? Can you clear that up? Again, that's from Sean. Well, that's because the script is not changed by us. Uh, Uh First of all, the script has never changed. As I said, it's already written. There's another thing that we need to remember. It's not up to us. Uh, whether or not we change dimensions of time. Mm-hmm. Our job is to practice forgiveness. As A Course in Miracles says, the sole responsibility of the miracle worker is to accept the atonement for yourself. Right. If you do that, then you're living up to your one sole responsibility. Now, in doing that, it's uh, then the Holy Spirit's decision as to whether or not you change dimensions of time. I don't want you to think that you're the one... Uh, who does it? I mean, if you did it, it would be a disaster. Right. You can't right. see everything. Right. Uh, that's for any of us. It would be a disaster. That's true. Yeah. And uh, it has to be the Holy Spirit's decision because the Holy Spirit can see everything. Right. So our job is simply to practice forgiveness. Now, to me, uh, the interesting thing about what you asked is that when I did go to Kahokia the second time and everything happened exactly the same way because the script is written, I still had the power to think about it differently. Oh, right, yeah. Differently. Because yeah. even though I couldn't make anything different happen on the level of form in that particular experience, uh, at the same time I could think about it differently, I could look at it differently. So I still had the power of thought. Right. Now, of course, Miracles teaches that uh, freedom of choice is your one power remaining as a prisoner of this world. Mm-hmm. You can decide to see it right. What that means is that you can choose to look at it with the interpretation of the Holy Spirit, instead of the interpretation of the ego. If you do that, then you're doing your job. Everything else is up to the Holy Spirit, who determines whether or not it's the right time for you to to change dimensions of time, whether you're ready for revelation, as as the Course describes. So our focus is always on practicing forgiveness. And uh, even when things do change, you're not changing the script. Uh, You're simply changing dimensions of time, and that's the Holy Spirit's, you know, really uh, great responsibility, because the Holy Spirit can see everything. And our job is simply to practice forgiveness, which is the expression of taking you know, responsibility for our lives and accepting the atonement for ourselves. That's our job, and the rest is up to the Holy Spirit. 
in the uh, situation just spoken about when you're out in St. Louis on the Hill, um, would that would you consider that to be kind of a unique situation to some extent in that this was sort of the result of Arten and Persa shifting your perception of time? So that's kind of unique. That's not the usual way that any of us tend to perceive our existence. That's right, and I would recommend that people... Uh you know, read your immortal reality to get the whole experience there, because what they did for me was really hammer home to me the idea that uh, the script is written, and if it's written, why worry about it? You know, it's kind of like what Jesus uh, said 2,000 years ago, who among you, by worrying, can add one day to your life? So uh, it's really a situation where you can become fearless, where you can get to the point where uh, you kind of like go completely to being at cause, because that cause is not uh, a function of what you're seeing. It's a function of how you're interpreting it. Are you interpreting it uh, as coming from you or at you, which would put you in a reactive state? Are you interpreting it uh, with the Holy Spirit or with the ego? Uh, Those are the important questions. And uh, all the rest is the effect, and is not where our attention should be. Our attention should be at the level of cause. And the highest expression of the level of cause is to see things with the Holy Spirit and take on the Holy Spirit's interpretation of it. If you do, then that in turn will at least change your experience of what you really are and where you really are. And then, yes, the effect may follow, uh, but that's not the focus anymore. The focus is now on the level of cause instead of the level of effect. And it eventually you get to the point where it doesn't matter what happens because uh, your peace of mind and your happiness would be there in a happy dream for you regardless of what appears to be happening. And that's the kind of condition of real power and peace that we want to get to. Near the end of our last recording session together, Gary was running a bit short on time and had to wrap things up. We'll get to that in just a second, but let me first just remind everybody that I think, uh, as we've mentioned a few times before, we have so many questions that people have sent in, we're really pretty backed up on them, so I'd like to ask you to kind of hold off for a while, if, if it's something urgent sure let us know but in general any questions that we have coming in now we're gonna have to get to down the line I'm not sure exactly how long that'll take I want to make sure we at least get to address all the ones we have and we really appreciate it we really do we want you to know that and I know people like hearing the answers that Gary has to give so it's a feature we're certainly going to stay with, but we'll uh, we'll try to get to it a little bit better. We're victims of our own success. That is, if, if we even believed in victimhood at any level, which none of us do, right? So, <laughs> so we, we certainly hope, though, that that won't keep you from keeping in touch with us, because we do love hearing from you. And uh, I know all the emails that come in, I know some of them I haven't gotten back to yet. Let me personally apologize. But I have read them all. I do promise you that nothing gets ignored and i'll get back to them as best i can some of them we actually do answer just over email maybe gary will answer i'll jump in and answer when i can so well, we really think of this as a dialogue between our listeners and and us here so we uh we hope to continue that and we hope that you'll stay with us for that as i said uh, we'll be getting to our next episode soon you know gary lately has had a, an awful lot going on with his move his relocation to southern california a lot of traveling a lot of workshops and events and other things going on for him and it's made it kind of tough for us to be able to schedule our podcast recording sessions uh so we're going to get to that very quickly we were just in touch earlier today so we're going to plan on our next podcast recording session very very quickly and i'll try to turn that around and get it out as quickly as we can that of course would be episode 15 so by all means keep an eye out for that we'll get it there as quickly as as transhumanly possible if i can use such a phrase 
At any rate, uh, if you have any comments, I love hearing from you. By all means, keep in touch. That's gene at genebogart.com. So as we wrap things up, let me uh, turn things back over to the man himself and uh, see what our closing comments might be from Gary Renard. Well, I know we're running a little bit short on time on this uh, episode recording here, Gary. And I realize that because, what is it, you're meeting with Steven Spielberg or something today? Or I know you got some something important, right? Yeah, I really got to go. Well, why don't you give us perhaps a, uh, a, a wrap-up thought, something to close out this podcast with, just a little a little nugget until the next time. And we promise everybody it won't be that long till our next episode. So, uh, Gary Renard, what do you want to leave us with? Well, I want to emphasize that we don't always you know, have a choice as to what we experience but we always have a complete choice as to how we experience it. And that's actually where real power is, although it may not look that way if you've been tricked by the ego, because real peace and real power is there for you regardless of what appears to be happening in the world. But if your happiness and if your peace is dependent on what's happening in the world, then you're screwed, because all the world is going to do on you is change. And uh, I know that a lot of focus of spirituality nowadays is on making things happen you know, in the world, and yet it's never been demonstrated in history that people are happy when they get what they want, and, uh, you know, people will, you know, go out and create a Mercedes or, or you know, make a uh, mansion for themselves, and they're not even asking the Holy Spirit what they should be doing, right. and, you know, the Holy Spirit can see everything, and maybe the Holy Spirit doesn't want you to have that mansion, you know, maybe the Holy Spirit knows what's best for you, and maybe you don't, so I would say, you know, ask the Holy Spirit first, you know, before I... Uh, you know, you do anything. And then on top of that, take on his interpretation or its interpretation of everything. And that way, it will change your experience eventually to the point where it doesn't matter what appears to happen in the world. And that's real peace and real strength and real power. The Gary Renard Podcast is produced by Enlighten Up Creations and presented by Forgiveness.tv. Verbal content of this program is copyright 2007, Gary Renard and Gene Bogart. For further information about Gary Renard and his books and activities, please visit his own website, the one he named himself. That's www.garyrenard.com. This is Gene Bogart saying thanks so much for listening, and we hope you'll be here again with us next time on the Gary Renard Podcast, where we always close out by saying... Whatever the situation or question, forgiveness is always the answer. That's a great place to leave it. All right, buddy, good work. <laughs>